Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today end of day report. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Wednesday the 15th of February and as usual with all the information contained in this report it is general advice only so please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right well let's kick things off as always with the scores and the doors. It was a pretty miserable day all round. For the ASX 200, falling 1.06%, 78.7 points lower, 73.52.2. We opened at 74.40.4, so a long, long way from that opening level, a high of 74.40.4, which was where we opened, and a low of 73.37, so only 15 points off that low of the day. But it really was about results today, and it really was about CBA results, which despite coming in at $5.2 billion net cash profit and a raising of the dividend to $2.10, market took CBA results pretty badly, asked itself, is this as good as it gets? The Treasurer, uh, Jim Chalmers, also is calling on the ACCC to investigate the banks over their tardiness and sometimes complete reluctance to pass on higher deposit rates as the banks make hay while the sun is shining. CBA fell 5.7%. National Australia Bank fell 4.1%. Westpac down 4.3%. ANZ down 3.8% with the big bank basket falling 5% to $180.92. Always tends to top out just above $190. And then we slip slide away, which has been the case on this occasion. Insurers, a little bit easier as well. We did see uh, QBE down 0.2, Suncorp down 0.4, IAG was up 0.2, Macquarie fell 0.4%. In a rare upward move, uh, Magellan rose 7.1% after a broker upgraded the outlook for Magellan. So good news week for them, despite all the bad news that has been thrown at them recently. In the industrial space, uh, we had again a huge amount of big results. West Farmers kicked things off with a better performance from Bunnings than some were going for, and Kmart as well as Officeworks up 1.3% today. Woolies slipping slightly, 08 of a percent. And in other boring industrials, which held in relatively well, uh, Bramble's up 0.8%. Uh, TLC, the Lottery Corp, up 0.6% of a percent. REA up 0.3%. Seek up 07 APA even 1.3% higher. So the damage was really done in the banking sector today, that is for sure. Techs were a little bit mixed. CPU fell 4% today. That's computer share. But we saw WiseTech up 0.6, Zero up 0.8, and Altium up 2.6%. Doing okay today with the Alltech Index slightly firmer, or actually slightly easier on the back of that um, CPU fall. It was down 0.3 of a percent. In the resources today, they held in in places relatively well. We had BHP up 0.5%, Rio up 1.5%, um, Blue Scope Steel up 1.2%. Uh, we also saw 
Uh, lithium stocks, though, unfortunately sliding away. Pilbara down 2.7. Mineral Resources down 0.4. IGO down 2%. AKE down 1.4%. Linus down 2.4%. Gold miners as well on the nose. Newcrest down 1.8%. Northern Star down 2.4%. And oil and gas stocks also slip sliding away. Woodside down 2.4%. Santos a less worse performance down 0.7 of a percent there so no good news really in the resource sector in corporate news today it was results 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 for australia and there were some biggies out today the commonwealth bank of course was the big daddy of them all 5.2 billion stopped falling that 5.7% but we also saw uh, the likes of twe which is Treasury Wine Estates. A bit of a hangover for them. Uh, they were down 6.9% on the back of their results. We also saw results from ProMedicus, which looked pretty good. Uh, they were up only 0.7% of a percent. Um, Main Pharma restated its FY22 revenue guidance. Pact Group, PGH, uh, they had a good day today, up 5.4%. They removed the interim dividend. Net Wealth also reporting today. They're up 2.7% on the back of that. And Vicinity also doing better today, up 2% as they upgraded guidance. Cochlear was one of the big winners today on the back of their results, 7.8% better. Uh, They kicked off the buyback as well, so good news there. But CTD, which is corporate travel, once again under some pressure to say the least, 8.7% down. In economic news today, the main course was Dr. Philip Lowe appearing in front of the Senate Estimates Committee wearing his best hair shirt and readying himself for a grilling and a grilling is what he got Uh, so uh, certainly some mea culpas from uh, Phil Lowe but still suggest that he's on the right track to control inflation with his blunt tool of interest rate rises and in banking arrears according to the S&P, are on the rise. So not good news there. 10-year yield steady at 3.74%. Asian markets weaker. Japan down 0.5%. Hong Kong down 1.3%. And China down 0.4%. Currently, NASDAQ futures are down around 0.6%, which is around 70-odd points. And S&P, well, rather the Dow futures, down around 120-odd points. So no good news to come in theory as we slide into the European and then the US trading zone. Major movers and shakers today. Well, the winners, surprisingly, Star Entertainment obviously hit um, hit the jackpot there today. They had a big, big bounce back. SGR, the stock code there, up 14.4%. They dropped 33% in two days and bounced 14.4% today. Anyone would think the computers are in charge of the asylum. GUD, good holdings, or GUD holdings, up 8.1% on the back of their results, living up to their name. Cochlear, definitely not falling on deaf ears today, up 7.8% on the back of their results. SMR, also one of the winners for Grinners today, 7.3% better for Stanmore. Magellan, broker upgrade, doing well today. Uh, They were up 7.1%. $9.45 and a couple of uh, coal stocks also doing well. New Hope was up 5.9 and THL 
Tourism Holdings up 5.6% today. In the losers' corner, Brainchip had a brain fade today and had a please explain from the ASX. They couldn't answer and they pulled the Schultz defence. I know nothing. Down 13.6%, which doesn't seem as if they may know nothing, but somebody knows something. CTT, Satire, also falling at nearly 11% today. Corporate Travel, CTD, down 8.7%. Treasury Wine, TWE, down 6.9%. Sayona, saying Sayonara, down 6.5%. Renesco, down 6.1%. CBA, it's not often you see CBA in the top stocks in terms of falls. Usually that only happens when they go ex-dividend. But they were down 5.7% today. And Lake Resources, LKE, down 5.15% today. So not good news for them. Positive sectors today. Well, coal stocks, tech stocks, with the exception of CPU, which dragged down that index, the Alltech Index. Healthcare, though, are doing well. REITs and iron ore stocks also doing well today. In the negative sectors, we have banks, we have lithium, we have gold miners, we have oil and gas, but it was really all about the banking sector today. 5% drop in that big bank basket. The Alltech index down 0.3%. Gold falling in Aussie dollar terms, 26.52. Bitcoin better at looking at almost all the twos, 22,212 US dollars per fund token. The Aussie dollar back up to 69.93. 10-year yields steady around 3.74%. Japan down half a percent. Hong Kong off 1.3 and China down 0.4. Dow Jones rallying a little bit at the moment, only down around 100 points. NASDAQ down around 60-odd points. In the major movers today, well, Star Entertainment was that big one today, 14.4% better. SG Fleet continued to kick on, 3.5% better. 88E also having a good day today, 9.1% higher. Some relatively decent volume there as well. But losers were many. 80 uh, uh, Panora, PNR, down nearly 33% after their placement settled. And we also had European Lithium down 5.4%. Jevois down 9.1%. And we did see today Satire down 10.96%. Speculative stock of the day today was a stock called Omnia Metals Group, which rose 75% to 31.5%. It opened at 19.5 cents. It had a high of 31.5, which is where we closed, a low of 19 cents and volume of 22 million shares traded. So that was today's punter special. We'll run through some of the company news in a little more detail. Forgive me if I gloss over your favourite indicator, but time is precious. Commonwealth Bank, half-year cash profit up 9%, 5.15, driven by net interest margin increase of 18 basis points. The bank's return on equity also increased 80 basis points to 14.1. Interim dividend of $2.20, which is up, sorry, $2.10. Let's not get too excited. $2.10, up 20%. However, the bank's operating expenses increased by 5%, and some analysts saying, is this as good as it gets? GUD holdings and revenue growth of 55.7%. Statutory NPAT of 45.6, up 88.7%. Strength 
of the core automotive business, coupled with acquisitions. Positive financial result for GUD. Wes Farmers, solid results there. Net profit for the first half up 14.1% to $1.4 billion. That was on the back of a 27% increase in sales to $22.6 billion. Bunnings continues to be the star performer. Comparable sales growth, the company rose 2.8%. That was despite wet weather conditions. Fortescue Metals, net uh, profit after tax of 2.368 billion, earnings per share of 77 US cents, supported by record shipments of 96.9 million tons. Uh, but uh, we also have uh, EBITDA was down 9% due to a reduction in the realized iron ore price by 9% to 87 bucks US a dry metric ton. Also, we saw C1 costs increase as well, 17.43 US dollars a wet metric ton, which is up from 15.28. I remember the days of the old schoolyard, as they say, when Fortescue was the lowest cost producer in the iron ore space, around $12, $13. Now we are at $17.43, which doesn't sound a big deal, does it? $12 to $17, but that is a near 40-odd percent rise in those costs. ProMedicus achieved an after-tax profit of $27.19 million, up 31.5%. Underlying profit before tax also up 30%. To 37.22. Cash reserves up 4.4% to 94.53. Corporate travel plunging today. Forecast a full year EBITDA of 160 to 180. An underlying profit before tax of 120 to 140. Uh, despite what appears to be positive results, the uh, corporate travel stock price was down today. Faces competition on all fronts. <coughs> Excuse me. Treasury Wine Estates reported a 1.4% rise in revenues, 1.3 billion in the first half. 22 net profit rose, 72.5% to 188.2. Expecting strong EBITs growth and margin expansion in FY23, but there does seem to be a slowing of sales in some of their US brands. I think 19 Crimes is the one that has been slowing. Cochlear. Final results show sales revenue up 9%. Underlying net profit, though, down by 10% due to continued investment in growth activities. And the company also kicked off their buyback. Seven Group Holdings. Strong financial results with first half 23 with a revenue of $4.6 billion. And the stock price... Uh, was up 1.3% on the back of that. In economic news today, the governor, Philip Lowe, the governor, as we call him, he appeared before the Senate Estimates Committee, dismissed any notion of a coordinated attack on the bank's independence. He acknowledged that a lot of people were suffering from cost-of-living pressures and expressed sympathy with their plight, but said that if inflation was not contained, it would lead to even higher interest rates. He noted the central bank's role was to control inflation and to ensure inflation expectations did not adjust. He also said the monetary policy was acting to slow the Australian economy, which was evident from the decline in house prices and a slowing in the rate of home building. Dr Lowe doesn't miss a trick, does he? That's why he gets paid the big bucks for those sorts of observations. Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers has asked the competition regulator ACCC to investigate the bank's behaviour paying interest on deposit accounts. Australian loan arrears in December 
rose to 3.2% compared with the previous months, 2.66%. And CBOE Australia, which used to be called Chiex, has announced the retirement of its CEO, Vic Chokovic, an old mate of mine from my Bain & Co days. Lovely man, Vic. Asian markets, preliminary economic data indicate overall growth isn't yet roaring back. Turnover in freight transport is still down from a year ago, and road and subway traffic, although it's back to above pre-pandemic levels in 2019, we haven't seen the roar back in the Chinese economy that some had predicted. Uh, And uh, we do have the next governor of the Bank of Japan, Ueda, is the next man in charge. In the US and European news, obviously, there's some data in focus tonight. Western intelligence, I'm not sure if that's a foxy moron, is reporting that Russian aircraft are a massive on the Ukraine border just in time to celebrate the anniversary of the invasion. And Berkshire Hathaway has cut its Activision stake as the Microsoft takeover flounders around and has also cut its stake in TSMC. And Nikki Haley, the former US ambassador to the UN, has announced that she will challenge Donald Trump the GOP nomination. And Air India has placed one of the biggest aeroplane orders ever for Boeing and for Airbus. Boeing has got 220 jets now to build for Air India, and Airbus has now got 250 jets to build. Let's hope they are not being built for the Adani Group, which will probably double count them. Anyway, we'll see. Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great evening. And, of course, we'll be back again tomorrow to do it all again for Super Thursday, where we do see a number of big cap companies reporting. So it's bound to be fun. Fast and furious action ahead. 